Yes. So that's good. We're on to something. Well, hold on. Talk again. Hello? 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 So, yeah, I'm, I'm hearing you guys through the iPad, apparently. So the only <laughs> thing I can hear on my headphones is me okay. talking. And apparently this did not come with any instructions. All right, I'm watching a video. You're listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news and noise of the National Football League. Subscribe now to join the huddle. Welcome back to Huddle Up, a football podcast, new and improved. Upgraded today, Daniel not only has a laptop, but a microphone. Hey, oh, and oh, what do you know? Daniel, how long have you had that laptop? Uh, Probably about two weeks. <laughs> I was really hoping you were going to say like two days. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Well, welcome to the civilized world. I'm glad you're doing this at least on a real machine now. Not that the iPad's a bad machine, but it's just not quite the same. Just not ideal. Just not ideal. It, it does sound crispy. Yeah, it sounds a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> we like are... a spicy chicken sandwich. We are rocking and rolling, guys. It took us about 45 minutes to figure out how to get Daniel's <laughs> microphone working and come to find out... Uh, we use Discord to get together to have these conversations. We can see each other. Uh, Corey and I are on computers, and we didn't realize that the interface was so different on iPad. It treats it like a mobile app. And with mobile, you didn't have the option to change anything. So we've been banging our faces against Daniel's iPad for the last 45 minutes, trying to find something that would recognize his, his extra microphone. Finally, 45 minutes into this, Daniel pipes up and says, Oh, I've got a laptop. And then 10, what, 10 minutes or less? Five minutes yeah, later? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would say more like three minutes. Three minutes, yeah. <laughs> well. Um, we got here, though. We got here. That's the important we're here. part. We're here. Let's dig into it. We're going to go over an immaculate grid today. I Ooh, like the yeah. way this one looks a lot better. Daniel, can you see it? Ooh, I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Let's see it. Uh, and the official Immaculate Grid website has finally put logos in here for these teams. So I think that helps helps you visualize um, okay. players a little bit better. It does. It definitely does. So that's good, though. What were, did they have old logos? They just had the name, didn't they? Yeah, they just had a name. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay. So we'll do an Immaculate Grid, and then we are officially... A week and two days, three days out from week one of NFL no, football. One week. One week exactly. Yeah, oh, you're right. Thursday. A week exactly. So we're yeah. going to do a way early best bets of the week. We're still going to do best bets next week. And the best bets picks up official. This does not count towards the best bet slate. Um, no. Week one is fun. I like week one because nobody knows what the fuck's going on. I saw some lines the other night. I was up kind of late. Didn't want to go to bed. Didn't want to get anything real late, like real long term. Um, saw some... You know, hopped into DraftKings, and I saw some lines that were really fascinating. I think Vegas has hit their head on a couple things. Wanted to talk about that. Um, so we will do some of that next week. 
We start up with Best Bets of the Week. It's a segment that takes about 10 minutes at the end of every show where Corey and Daniel go head-to-head. Uh, they each give three of their favorite bets of the week. Corey always takes the spread. Daniel always takes the over-under. And at the end, whoever has the worst record takes a shot at Fireball. Is it just one shot? Did we do three each? Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, we put more than just uh, one on the line for sure. All right. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it out by next week. We'll figure did it we out. we do three a week? Is no, that no, what we did? No, 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 no. Three it's, bets. It's, it's, three it's bets. a season-long, season-long competition. Three bets. Yeah, I know. But, like, I'm not talking about shots. Yeah, I'm talking about lines. Yeah. Oh, three I thought it was each. four. Was it four? I thought it was four, too. Yeah, okay. four each. Four it is. Yeah. Damn. Is that what you want to do today, Corey? Is, um... No, this over one. Overunders yeah. and lines, or nah. We'll just look at it. We'll just look at week one. There's a bunch of shit out there. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah, some of it we're not going to want to bet at all. So let's just talk about the shit we do want to talk about. No structure. All of our time spent making the structure went. That was the prerequisite to you telling us that you had an iPad. So that's just gone. Wasted time. Yeah. Well, I'm also unprepared because I've had about 12 seconds to look at these bets because of this microphone that you talked me into getting. Uh, doesn't it sound great? I, you tell me you can it sounds awesome I'm talking into it <laughs> uh, before we dig into the grid do you guys want to talk about jonathan taylor at all that's really the news i mean chris ballard summed it up today it just sucks for everybody all the whole situation it, it really does for everybody okay we'll let it be okay let's dig into the immaculate grid um from top to bottom today we have washington cleveland and the rams and from left to right, we have the Lions, the Cardinals, and a thousand plus yard rushing season. Make sense? Yep. And Corey's Can looking you at zoom this. In on that, Corey's looking at it Tony? in light mode, by the way. I cannot zoom in on it. Can I? It was, there, it was way better. It's like zoomed way out. I can barely see it. There we go. Boom. Okay. Excellent. Cool. Is there a dark mode? There is a dark mode. Yeah, there definitely is. Um, okay, so so one stands like out to me usual. right out right from the rip. Indomitansu, no, Indomitansu. Wait, what teams? Lions, Lions Chargers, and Rams. I mean, Lions, Rams. Sorry, that looks way too much like the Chargers logo. That's fucking weird. Okay, yes, yeah, who's gonna be more rare than Stafford? So let's do that. I spell it in. There you go. Nice, a little six percenter. Bam. Knew it. Love to see that. Now I feel kind of lost I from can't. here on out. Um, what about <laughs> Lions Browns? John Kitna? Did Kitna play for the Browns? I feel like yes. You want to lock then, it in? You want to throw it in? No, 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 no. Let's, uh, let's no, just no, talk no, about no, this for okay. a second. Okay. So Rams, it says LA. Is could this be St. Louis Rams? Yes. Because yeah, I was yeah. thinking yeah. Kurt Warner. Yes. Kurt Warner is an answer. Okay. I'm just putting them in. You put them in? I am right now. Yep. Kurt Warner. 72%. It's okay. That means that means there's probably not a lot there's probably not a lot of other answers. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh all right. Now we've already done two L, uh Rams. What's a thousand yard rusher for the Rams? I was thinking Gurley. Can I mean, you guys think of anybody more rare? What about other than like Marshall Falk or ooh, Steven Jackson? Steven Jackson, yes. Okay, let's do it. That's going to be a good one. 
Nice, thirteen percent. Tic tac toe boys, we did it. Okay, okay. Um, thousand yards. Trying to go ahead and throw Stephen Jackson in there. Oh yeah. Thousand yard rusher for the Browns. I got Nick Chubb. Anybody Jim else? Brown. Did Jim Brown play for the Cardinals or the uh, Lions ever? I don't know. I but feel I think it like should be. he only played for the Browns. But I think I it could should not be Jim Brown. I, uh, okay. By the way, I had an interview with Jim Brown once. Real story. Got to talk to him. He said that uh, Tim Tebow was. Wait. He said. Johnny Manziel, if he had one player in the history of football that he thought could win two Heismans, he thought it was Johnny Manziel. That's a very odd conversation yeah. to have. It was, it was all about college football. I don't know a lot about it. Sure. I asked about the Heisman. Yeah. Jim Brown was a 24 percenter. That's okay. Uh, Browns Cardinals, we got anybody here? I'm thinking. Colt McCoy? Colt McCoy played for the Browns? Yeah, I think that's where he started, right? Didn't Colt McCoy start with the Browns? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. There's been so many quarterbacks for the Browns. Like, I just feel like every obscure, like, journeyman has played there. It's legendary, <laughs> really. <laughs> well, who, uh, who did Brady Quinn end up playing for before his career was up? Was it mostly uh, just the Browns? I, I honestly couldn't tell you. What about, all right, what about a 1,000-yard rusher for the Redskins? Clinton Portis. Love it. Did he play for the Cardinals or the Lions ever? I don't, I don't. All right, 35% are, Portis is in. All right, yeah, it's just, it's kind of one of those things where you never know when someone finishes their career at a very unknown, forgettable season with a random team like this. Yeah, I just feel like it, like it's easier to find the rusher than it is to find a player that matches. So whenever we find a rusher, I always like to ask the question: Do they play for either yeah. of those teams? Makes just to make sure. Yes. I think I don't want to waste it. I'd rather waste it. Yeah, I feel right, like we got yeah. four guesses left and I, four squares. I feel like there's an easy one here with Washington and the Lions. I do too. I, I really do. I can't find it. <clears throat> Defensive player. I feel like maybe a defensive back, like a Dre Bly or someone random like that. But yeah. I, Collins, is there a like a Jamie Collins? Who else he played for? Jamie Collins was Patriots, and then he went to the Browns. Jamie okay. Collins was the linebacker. Linebacker, safety, hybrid dude. Yeah, sort of. I don't think he's played for four teams though. Um, isn't there a safety from the Cardinals that played for the Browns? Like he started with the Cardinals and went to the Browns. Uh, Honey Badger. Tyron Matthew. I don't think he ever played for the Browns. Tyron. Yeah, I think you're thinking of the Chiefs. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he went from Arizona to Kansas City. Okay. His last four. How are, did, did Colt McCoy play for the Browns? Dude, I, I think you're on to. Uh, I say we send it. We've done good. It's at, higher than at, it's at higher than fifty percent. It's higher than fifty percent. I'll say that. Cardinals, Browns, Colt yeah. McCoy. Let's throw it in. Got him. Forty three percent. Let's go. Okay. Good job. Three squares left. I've I, John Kitna. Did he play for the Browns? 
I feel like I've seen him on the back of that, you know, jersey that makes fun of, uh, you know, all the quarterbacks that have played. Joey Galloway. No, 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 no. Joey Galloway definitely played for the Lions, but I like, I think I like the kit in that one better. Let's send it. John Kitna. Oh, he did not play for the Browns. Oh, no. Cardinals commanders Redskins football team commanders Colt McCoy oh we already used him wait whoa whoa. oh fuck we did he did play for the commanders god damn it fuck it's okay it's okay that was probably Daniel (laughs) (laughs) On my laptop? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll that's going to be lesson number two. It's turning off notifications during stream. Man, I cannot think of. <sighs> what about Kerry Collins? Has he played for any of these? Little journeyman quarterback. I know we, he played for the, the Lions. We're reaching now. Now we're officially reaching. Yeah, I feel like it was like Raiders, Titans were mostly his stints. But you got me thinking uh, about Fitzpatrick. No, not Fitzpatrick. Who's uh, James Conner? Okay. Uh, other Cardinals running backs. Um, who's the guy... Uh, Come on, guys. I, I think we're at the point where we have to hit the give up button, dude. You sure? I think so. This is our best one yet. We're going to have so many duh players, I feel like, out of these three teams. So it's Lions, Washington, and then Lions, Browns, and then Washington, Arizona. Yeah. Okay. I'm hitting give up. Yep. Let's Anybody call it. in the stream? Let's, is there anybody in the stream? Like a shout out? Anybody listening? Uh, Cheating. We got smiles hanging around. <laughs> All right, smiles, give it up. What you got? Rarity score four ninety four. I don't know what our record is, but we're shooting for perfect here. We're trying to complete a grid. Uh, oh my God, boys! Oh, who is Adrian, it? I, I, Adrian Peterson. <laughs> Lions Commanders. Uh, Colt McCoy, fun fact, was the most popular pick for Cardinals, uh, Commanders, and Cardinals Browns. Um, And then Josh McCown. I knew we were missing a quarterback there for Lions. McCown. Yeah. Let me see. Hold on. Let me find out. What about Lions, Washington? Who was there? Adrian Peterson. Oh, well, then what was the Arizona? Colt McCoy. And what was the third one? He only said two players. Josh McCown. Was the okay. Browns Lions. So literally all the same guy. John Kitna, Josh McCown, Colt McCoy. Literally yeah. all the same guy. <laughs> yes. They are all the same guy. <laughs> oh man. Better luck next time, fellas. Yep, better better luck next time. Yep. That sucks. Oh well. Let's uh 
do some bets. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go. Best bets of the week. Ooh, I've been waiting for that for a long time, guys. It's football season. Ka-ching. Okay, so the first one that jumped out to me, not because I'm a Colts fan. Oh my god! Listen, listen. My one of my favorite bets of the week is Jacksonville at Indianapolis. The line has moved a point. It is now Jacksonville minus five or minus 225 straight up. And I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, I'm hammering straight up. But I guess minus five is okay. But I've, I did a couple of parlays. <clears throat> Look, let's just You're call You're hammering money line? I've been hitting money line, yeah. I'm a little bit Against afraid. the Jags. I'm a little, no, no, hammering Jags money line. Oh, Jags money line. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay. I'm a little bit afraid because we really have no idea what we see in Indianapolis. And I think that's why Vegas has this line at five. You'll see other lines that are up. Like the Colts on paper are outmatched by Jacksonville. Like seemingly going to lose this game, historically going to lose the game. They haven't won a week one. What is it, Corey? 35 years? Like 10 seasons. 10 years. They haven't won their, their season opener. I think the head coach is the only reason that it's five and not 10. Like, people don't know what they're going to see out of this offense. But if the defense hasn't made a significant turn, which it doesn't look like it has, I mean, we are going to see Darius Leonard, sorry, Shaquille Leonard, um, which that helps with turnovers. Turnovers help win games. But I feel like the Colts could very easily be in this game. I don't think they're very easily going to be winning this game. And so the 225 to me, I feel like it's more of a sure thing that the Colts lose. So I've been picking Jacksonville minus 225. What do you guys think? I guess my only, flip, my only flip side to this would be, you know, just to play devil's ad- advocate, the Colts defense is still the same as it has been. So they know, they know Jacksonville. They're going to have a good game plan for Trevor Lawrence in that offense. And the Colts have the element of surprise on their offense because we have no idea what we're going to see, what the offense is going to look like. Hell, the Colts only have four wide receivers on the roster, and at one point today they only had three on the roster. So I'm th- I was sitting there at work today thinking they could be rolling out some, and they have five tight ends. They could be rolling out like three tight ends and one wide receiver the whole game, like running some crazy wildcat stuff. I don't know. Like there could be some weird stuff going on here with the Colts offense. So And – you know, 10 years of not winning home openers, at some point it's got to flip. And even though I don't think the Colts are going to be good this year, it, I think it's very possible they could end the week 1-0. and So this game this game really scares me is, is how I feel about it. But they always paper, put them against the, the Jags week 1, too. <laughs> on paper, uh, the, the Colts should lose for sure. Yeah. I, I think it's yeah. I think it's going to be an ass-whooping, honestly. Um. I think it's going to be an ass whooping. I could see that. Yep. Unless on that side, unless it's one of those situations where we see, remember the last half of last year when Chicago was finally like, okay, Justin Fields, you actually are a really great runner. We're going to let you run the piss out of the football. Like if on day one, they open it up for Anthony Richardson and just say, do what you're good at. I think that changes things. If, if it's backyard football, the Colts have an opportunity, but that's a huge if like we're talking about a massive, if 
I'm not saying that's going to happen. I don't think the Colts are going to win this game. And the biggest reason is the inexperience at quarterback, the lack of depth at wide receiver. Like Corey said, there's four guys. Are they going to have those four guys on the field for an hour? Because that's a bad situation. So, I don't know. I, I see the, the downside, the, the upside with Anthony Richardson is awesome and spectacular. But the downside is turnover, multiple turnovers a game. And I just don't think it's going to happen early. I think it's going to be a late season push for them, if anything. Um, and when I say late, late season push, I'm not talking about playoffs. Don't hear what I'm not saying. But I think they win more games in the back half of the season than the first half just because they got to figure out a bunch of shit. So that's what I'm trying to say there. For now, for me, it's easy. I'm putting, I did put money against the Colts for the first time ever because I think it's a no-brainer. This is the first time you ever bet against the Colts? First time I ever bet against them. Wow, 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 wow. Even in my pick'em leagues. If I don't think they'll win, I still pick them and for one point. Can I can right. I talk about a a division winner bet? Is that legal on this show for this episode? Sure. Or does it. that have to be week one stuff? Um whatever you want. We it's our podcast. We can just do whatever we want. I like it, I like it, I like it. Uh <laughs> NFC North. Uh, a lot of chatter around the Lions being a division, but you can get the Vikings at a cool 260 right now uh, with the Chicago Bears, who are not a good football team, and the Green Bay Packers, who, unless Jordan Love is an absolute dog, should also not be a good football team. I don't. I feel like the the Lions are they put up a lot of points last year, and I love Jared Goff. God, I love him. Bless his heart. Um, is your jersey in the mail yet? I, would, I, I told you guys to give me one for my birthday, but it never came. Oh, fuck. We did say we were going to do that. We did. We agreed to it. <laughs> when was your birthday? Uh, May. Oh. Well, well, maybe, maybe if you're a good boy next year for Christmas. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. I, I feel like the hype's a little too, a little too much for Lions. I think they're going to be a good football team, but I think we're sleeping on the Vikings here a little bit. Everybody... Uh, I think everybody kind of sleeps on Kirk Cousins, but they've got the best wide receiver in the league. It's going to be a potent offense again. And I just think they're a better team than the Lions. And at plus 260, I feel like the Vikings are too good to pass up there in the NFC North as the division winner. Do I think it could end up being a toss-up between them and the Lions? Sure, but you get much better odds on the Vikings. And I don't think it's that much more far-fetched for them to win that division. So just early season bets here, if you want to lock in a division winner, I think the Vikings is a really good bet. I think it's really good value right now. Wait, the Lions are the favorite right now for the division? Yeah, plus 145. The Vikings are plus 260 on FanDuel. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you there. I don't have any argument. I could see the Lions winning the division, but there's so much more juice for the Vikings. Uh, Yeah, I'm with you. I'd put a couple bucks on that. Um, As I was scrolling through week one, just looking at the different lines, you know, the spreads and the money lines and the over-unders, there is one that stood way out to me. Like the most obvious bet. I wonder what people know that we don't. Um, the Eagles go into New England and they're only a three and a half point favorite. Does that make any sense to you? Is that a trap game? 
Yeah, yeah, it could be. It's it's one of those lines that just like I don't know. It doesn't look appealing to me at all. It looks absolutely no, I, terrifying. I, I want to hammer the Eagles. Sure, hammer the Eagles. Terrifying about it is why. Yeah. Why does it look so easy? Right. Right. It should be like six and a half, seven and a half. Like why is Philly, who is in the Super Bowl, going up against the Patriots? And this isn't the Patriots at home in December. This is this is September in New England. The weather is fine. How are the Eagles only three and a half point favorites? I went I went real quick to see if they played last year. Doesn't look like they did. The only thing I can think is Vegas feels like Belichick can harness uh, Jalen Hurts a little bit and maybe cause him some trouble. Because let's be honest, Jalen Hurts isn't a drop back and, you know, dissect a defense. Like, he's he's pretty scheme heavy, and, like, that's how Anthony Richardson is going to be with the Colts. He comes from that same offense. Yeah. If, uh, I mean, he's they, still young. He can still develop some more. Sure, but I, I think at this point in his career, like, we're not like he's the next Peyton Manning. Where he, he's his own breed. He's more of like a – he's his own. He's this new breed of quarterback, right? He's not a drop back and – uh, dice up a defense, so I don't. That's the only thing I can think is the, Vegas feels like Belichick can harness Jalen Hurts a little bit and cause him some trouble and keep it a, keep it a close game, which is very possible. It's week one; it's the first real time these teams have been on the field all together, and it could be a little scrappy. And we see these Super Bowl these teams that have gone to the Super Bowl they have rough years, you know, the next year. The Rams are one of the bigger examples here as of late. So I don't expect that out of the Eagles, but. Yeah, usually you never the team know. gets like dismantled after they go to the Super Bowl and lose, but they've like gained talent. Like doubled down, yeah. Their draft was killer, and you know they picked up some free agents that were great. So it, that line did not make any sense to me. Um, are you are you taking the Vikings? So you you mentioned the Vikings um, being kind of an underdog. They're at home playing against Tampa, and they're only six point favorites. So you taking them to win by a touch on paper. I love it. Right. Yeah. Uh, the, the Vikings last year were one of they, every single game they won was by one score. Right. Right. Well, their defense uh, is absolutely horrible. Yeah. So if that's, you know, the bucks might be able to put up points there. Um, so in that, you know, in that way, the, you know, the big line does kind of scare me a little bit if, you know, if that trend continues from last year, but I mean, on paper, yeah, I love the Vikings minus six. I think they're a much better football team, like much, much, much better. They're way more put together than the Buccaneers who are starting a new quarterback and really just starting fresh right now. They're a, um, they're, uh, they're in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes yep. team. Them, the Cardinals and the Raiders oh, and yeah, yeah Raiders. Hell, the Colts might be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. You never know. My my God, imagine. Uh, Imagine. Um, Another great team, 49ers, are only giving up two and a half points against the Steelers. What do you think? Yeah, is is Brock Purdy, like, is he back? He's back. He's ready, like, ready to roll back 100%. I believe he's 100%, yeah. See, that's one of those lines again that just doesn't. I I don't get it. The, you could literally bet, and it's and it's minus one ten. It's not like Vegas is like baiting you to take it either. 
it's just like, oh, we don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be a field goal game in Pittsburgh. So I think when, when we, I don't know how much a preseason goes into this stuff, but, you know, Pickett and Pickens looked really good this preseason. Like, George Pickens looks like a rock star. And Kenny Pickett played well in the preseason. Didn't play much. We don't know what that means, how that translates. But he was a guy that looked like he took a step forward. Like, we were, at the end of last year, really wondering whether or not Pickett, like, like maybe Pittsburgh is going to be stuck in the same cycle that every other team in the NFL is stuck in that's not the Colts drafting Andrew Luck, where they draft a guy, it doesn't work out. They draft another guy, it doesn't work out. Where they keep getting stuck in the cycle of just mediocrity until they luck into a franchise guy. But I think this line is telling us, just like you just said, I don't think Vegas really knows. It's more about Pittsburgh than it is about the Niners. To me, this line is more about the Pittsburgh Steelers than it is about the 49ers. Because the Niners haven't moved backwards. Right. And if they would have had a healthy quarterback, they might have been in the Super Bowl. I think they would have been. They didn't lose anybody. Yeah, I think they would have been. Just doesn't make any sense. So are you taking the minus two and a half? Oh my God, yes. What do you think, Corey? It's got a low scoring game too, 40 and a half points. Yeah, it's 40 and a half. Like yeah. what What do they think is going to happen? I'm really here? interested in this game. What do you think, Corey? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. It doesn't make sense, right? You, the, the Niners put up points and apparently they're not going to week one. So I don't, I, I love the Niners two and a half, right? But it's it's scary. Everything's scary. So, so far, we've pretty much uh, filled out Corey Slate for week one for him. Maybe. We'll see how <laughs> I'm best feeling best. next week. We'll see. I'll, I'll tell you one game I do like week one. I like the Bengals minus two and a half going to Cleveland. I think the hype for Deshaun Watson's a little too high. I don't think he's going to sh- – I don't think he's going to be the same quarterback he was when he left uh, Houston. And I, I think he might have even still been a little overrated then. Um, but two years removed from football, he's, he's getting older. I don't, I don't see him being that same athlete. I think the Browns are a year or two from re, resetting again, especially if Deshaun Watson didn't work out. I love the Bengals minus two and a half going into, into Cleveland there. Yeah, I'm, I'm making a rule for myself uh, this season because I think it's the toughest division in football. If two AFC North um, opponents face each other, I'm hands off. I'm oh, really? It. Yep. Not gonna happen. Wow. You won't you will not see it all year. I'm telling you that right now. Hmm. For your over unders? Over unders. Um, if I'm just randomly betting on like over unders, money lines, and spreads, not touching the AFC North. Okay. No clue what's gonna happen. And they all play down to their opponents. So, like, obviously, we think the Steelers and the Browns are going to be maybe the top or the bottom two teams there with probably the Bengals and then the Ravens. But the Bengals could play the Browns right here, and the spread's only two and a half for a reason. They all play down to their to their level. I mean, I can't tell you how many Ravens games, obviously, I try to watch every single one, that's against a far inferior team in the AFC North, and the final score ends up being, like, 16 to 13. It's just, it's awful. They've got Atlanta over under eight and a half wins this year. 
They've got a Ooh. lot of eight and a half wins this year. Ooh. They got I a lot of the schedule on that. I don't believe in Ritter. I don't either. Hmm. Colts are still six and a half. So is Houston. Wow. About Arizona. Four and a half wins for Arizona. Okay. Might take the under on that. I love that. You know yeah. what? You know, I kind of like now that you say yeah. that, I would take the under on Houston and Indianapolis. Because I think it's a 50-50 chance that either one of them does it, but it's a 100% chance that one of them does it. Sure. The Colts right now, if you bet on them to get... I'm going to go to show all here. Under five and a half. Wow. So if you if you take... Except the wow. Colts on under under five and a half wins, you're in plus money. Plus one ninety. Six and a half's the line, so then they, they take the over under on that. Wow. But yeah, five and a half. I think I think that's a good bet. Wow. That's gonna suck. I paid a lot of money to watch that happen, by the way. <laughs> a fuckload of money. Again. Well, here, put it this way. It'll probably be cheaper for you next year. It won't. That's the fucked up thing about it. They'll send me this cute little letter talking about how great our team is going to be and how it's $20 more this year than it was last year. And they'll do it to me every year. $20 oh, no. at a fucking time. They upped you. Oh, I'm sure. I don't even look anymore. When I get oh, a pretty no. package, it all in Colts blue with a big horseshoe on the front of it, I take it out and I set yeah. it aside on a bookshelf. And I'm like, oh, that's a nice gift they gave me. Look at that envelope. And that's it. That's the gift. That's the gift they give me. I don't open it. I don't want to read the fucking bullshit from the head coach that wasn't even typed by him, signed by a fucking computer. Personally no. signed by him. <laughs> no. Handwritten mailer. Oh, my yeah. God. Nailed it. Yeah, handwritten mailer. I got one of those the other day, too, and I opened it. And I went ahead and texted and let him know that I got it. Uh, anyway. There was another game that jumped when out. When did you file for bankruptcy? <laughs> they wanted to buy back my car, you asshole. It wasn't that mailer. Uh, Another game that jumped out to me, and I've lost. Oh, uh, Miami at LA Chargers, plus or minus three. And the Dolphins were favored to lose. Over under yeah, 51. I don't, I, don't, I don't like that game. You don't like the game at all? I'm serious. Not not to bet. I it, love the game. It's one of the highest over-unders. It's the second highest. Yeah, and they've that, got it by three points. At first, I thought they were shitting on Miami. One. I'm going to take the over on that, I bet. Really? Yeah. 50 and a half. I love that game. Really? Yeah. Why do you love it? Everybody's healthy. And... Jalen Ramsey can't shut down three wide receivers. So you're taking Miami plus three. That's what I just heard. Nope. If Jalen Ramsey couldn't shut down three wide receivers, that would mean I'm leaning more towards the Chargers winning nope. this game. I was, I was trying to confuse you because I'm taking Miami plus three. I like the Chargers, if anything. I like Miami. They're the fastest team in football, dude. And two is healthy. He doesn't have any concussions yet. You want to do a shot bet on it? On this game? On three-point yeah, spread? Yeah, straight up, straight up money line. Oh, on money line. 
No, I'm taking the spread. What's the difference? It's a field goal. Yeah. Well, he's taking. You're taking the Dolphins, right, Tony? I'm taking the Dolphins. Yeah, but getting the three points. I'm looking at two and a half. You're looking at three. What what yeah, side are you looking on? at? DraftKings. Oh, well, I'm on FanDuel. It's two and a half. Well, nobody uses FanDuel. I'm building a parlay here, and I want the three points. All right, me and Daniel are both using FanDuel. That's a two to one ratio. Dude, if you're doing a parlay, you should not be on DraftKings. That's a number one rule. Is that really a thing? Yes. You're that, lying. That little site, no. When they get on and they advertise more ways to win, they're not joking. Oh, no, I've like seen dra- that. DraftKings it just confuses is me, far behind the times on parlays. Like, I, you can't parlay player props unless it's in a special, specific category. I When you say more ways to win money, I hear more ways to lose money. I much prefer <laughs> DraftKings. There are That's less, there are less ways, ways to, to lose money. money. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm taking so plus three. For you, would you compromise at two and a half, Tony? You're trying to steal points from me. No, it's, we, and, we and Daniel are both seeing two and a half. You want the Dolphins. You get your two and a half points. It's a shot bet. Call it a bet. Come on. All right, let's do it. Shot bet. Write it, Write down. it down. Put it down, Daniel. Boom. Write it down. Week one shot bet. Okay, love it. We got to get them going at some point. We what are the current shots at? Where are we at? Uh, we, let me get to the page here. I am keeping track. Well, I'm, I'm sure not off the hot start. Yeah, so this time next week when you're listening to the pod, there will be a football game on that evening. It'll be the Chiefs and the Lions. We're going to see if the Lions are the real deal. What's the over-under on that biscuit? Football is a week away, guys. 54 and a half. It's a lot of points. What do, you, what do you think about that? It's a lot of points, but it's a lot of Is that the highest of the week? Game. Yeah. But I feel like week one, game one yeah. is always slower than always what we expect. Slower than we want. I'll put like the even if you yeah. just get two super high powered teams, they're not in the groove of things yet. Yeah. Maybe uh, grab yourself a few points there and take the under just to be yeah. safe. Yeah. Maybe bump it to like 57 and a half. I usually like to edge that too. Like if I take the under and it hits the over, I'm excited because we just watched a great game. Sure. Absolutely. Okay. So shot bets so far. Um, Tony two, Corey two, Daniel two. That's not bad. We're each at two. Hey, that's great. Yeah. Um, week one, Miami plus two and a half versus LA Chargers. Okay. Got it written down. Perfect timing. All right. I put a parlay in based on what we talked about. It's five picks. Okay. Uh, and you missed the best one. I didn't miss it. What was it then? It was the Seahawks game. Seahawks. Oh. New England. I mean, I'm sorry. Eagles, New England. Why do I get them confused right okay. now? All right. Okay. Okay. I didn't miss you it. You got me there. I didn't think you heard any of it. I heard all of it. 
Okay. You want me to yeah. recite it back to you too? Nope. Good. That's you passed the test. Because I actually didn't hear any of it. I used context clues when I got back. I chose I over 40 and a half Niners Steelers because I thought in my head, I thought, man, 40 and a half is really low. They got the game projected really close. There's no fucking way both of these teams go under 20 points. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, well, Pittsburgh could very easily. They could. Against, against the Niners, but there's... But I'm kind of... Like, how many points is 21 to 17? 37. That's the under. Ooh. 24 to 17, that's the over. There it is. Yeah, 41. I put. I took the Tony, over just there. Just go with your gut. Yeah. I took just, the over there, Jacksonville money line, Cincinnati Bengals okay. minus two and a half, Dolphins plus three, and under 60 alternate spread for the Lions-Chiefs game. Just for that extra oof. Little extra just a little oof. Because oh. 60 would be remarkable. I put uh, 15 bucks on it. Oh, $20 pays. $569. Wait. What? Different bet. $15 pays I'll, 208 I was looking at a different. I'll be, yeah. I'll be rooting for you, but I don't like two of them. Well, I don't care if you like them or not. I do. And there's less ways to lose money on DraftKings. That's I think true. that's going to be my thing for the rest of the year now. Less ways to lose money. I'm down with that. I'm fine with that. Less ways to lose. There you have it. You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL and stay in the huddle. Huddle Up. Team on three. One, two, three. I only heard about one second of that.